0: Hello, and thank you again for tuning into the Okinawa Karate Podcast. I'm Josh Simmers, coming to you from Okinawa, Japan, the birthplace of karate. For this podcast, I had the chance to sit down with Dr. Hagen Walter, a physicist out of Germany that recently took first place in the first Okinawa Karate International tournament in the Adult 1, which is age group 20 to 39, Adult 1 male division. Uh, The interview with Hagen was conducted on August 9th while sitting in the hotel lobby that he was staying at in Naha, Okinawa, Japan. One day I might be able to have a nice location with no background noise to conduct these interviews, but at least in this interview you can hear some nice Okinawa music playing in the background. Hagen is a physicist, and you will definitely understand this during the interview. A physicist, a scientist, a thinker, a researcher that understands and knows very well how to form a hypothesis test that hypothesis, and then explain the results, which sometimes might upset some of the listeners. <laughs> some parts of the interview may even be a little bit boring when Dr. Walter explains in great detail about the mechanics referencing uh, striking with a bow. Personally, I, I love this explanation. The, the inner geek in me was was starting to come out, and I believe it's very important to understand the human body and how to use it for maximum efficiency. I was fortunate enough at one time to have a sensei in America that understood this very well and taught it very well. Um, sadly, it, it's a, a concept that can be difficult for some people to understand. And, and then even when they understand it within themselves and, and use the body properly, they have a hard, way, hard time um, describing for others how to do it. With, with Hagen, you'll, you'll hear uh, the scientist side of him coming out. Uh, he was a Shotokan practitioner that has now completely removed himself from Shotokan. He focuses now solely on Shoden Ryu and Uryuku Kobudo. You'll hear him describe um, some things in, about Shotokan that maybe you won't like if you're a Shotokan practitioner. Take it with a great insult. He's allowed to form his own opinion, just like you are. Again, he's a scientist, and his opinion is based off of his own research. Uh, but I do encourage you to listen to the podcast completely before passing any judgment. And uh, I feel quite confident that if you have a differing opinion, Hagen would welcome the conversation. Also sitting in on this interview is Martin Mauler. Martin is a member of the same dojo as Hagen, and he also competed in the tournament in PSY and actually finished in 5th place. Important point for this is it was his first ever tournament that he entered, so a great job by Martin. Uh, Very good performance for sure, and I do believe that he'll be a top 3 contender In the future, if we have these international tournaments, Uh, some key points I'd like you to listen to uh, listen for during this this podcast, if possible, is when Hagen is describing that he did not know how to punch. Although he thought he knew how to punch, he thought he had a strong, powerful punch. Once he started to transition out of Shotokan and work into the Shodun Ryu side and start to meet different senseis and different people uh, and how they use their body, uh, he realized the importance of the hips. Uh, That led him to dissect other things that he had been previously taught with Shotokan training and with some others. And again, this isn't a a podcast to beat up anyone's style. But it's important to listen to him. About how he discovered his hips How he discovered some things in, in Bonkai And some applications that changed his mindset Because I think many people go through this journey With training I'll Also listen if you will At the point where he starts to describe his preparation For the tournament How he was training And then he transitions to the explanation Of uh, Tamiyoshi Sensei Who is a 10th Don Shodin Ryu uh, Kobayashi Ryu And 10th Don Ryuku Kobudo, And he describes his movements As being like an agile tiger this is an important point to understand about uh, many of the masters uh, on Okinawa as they start to age and even their 60s and 70s and some are still in their 80s and how well they move and from the eyes of a Westerner, myself speaking, and then also the eyes of Hagen, how he witnessed this with his own sensei and then he goes on and he describes the, the graceful gracefulness of this of this gentleman tommy sensei but then also the amazing power that he has so uh with that please sit back for the next 50 minutes or so and listen to dr Hagenwalter walter tell his story Okay, well, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, sitting down with Dr. Hagen Walter, physicist, and uh, now a first-place winner at the uh, first Okinawa Karate International Tournament in the side division. What is it? Adult. Adult male. One age group. Um, I just want to let you know this. I, I don't think I explained it to you why.
1: Why I came up to talk
0: to you, first of all, after you had already won the tournament. But the only reason I really watched you is because during the opening ceremony, when you were walking out with all the countries, uh, Miguel De from the uh, kaikon I, I think you know who Miguel is, he pointed you out to me and said, if you have a chance to watch this guy during side, do so. I probably would not have seen you because I was focusing on uh, some friends and colleagues in the empty hand division for short view and mostly for both because there were some people there that I wanted to see. So I'm glad he did that uh, because otherwise I may have missed your, your performance. But thank you very much for sitting down with me. Uh, I'd I'm like really to flooded. go ahead and uh, I just want to let you roll with it if you don't mind um, telling me your background, your training history, your style, etc. All
2: right. Um To start with the personal information, I'm a physicist. I'm 29 years old, and my special specialization used to be astrophysics. Astrophysics, physics. Oh my god! And in that case, astrochemistry. By now, I'm working in a private company that produces aspherical lenses and high-quality optics. Yeah, I've been practicing karate for. Uh, by now, 20 years, and kobudo for 18 years. I started out with uh, Shon- uh, Shotokan karate back in 1998 with my current kobudo teacher, who back then only taught Shotokan karate. Uh, his name is Frank Pelny. He's a sixth degree black belt in Shotokan karate and fifth degree black belt in Ryukyu Kyu Kobudo. Along the way, I picked up kobudo. At first, I started training in a Let's call it a ryukyu kobudzit knockoff. And by chance, one of the presidents from our former kobud association met uh, with Tamayosa Sensei, and so slowly uh, everything started to to come together. Slowly, we uh, we invited Tamayosa Sensei over to Germany, and we had the first seminars there. Then, after a year or two, we had the first black belt ratings. Back then I was still young and people held me back and said well, let's see how this develops because we didn't have any experience with uh, Jap- real Japanese Okinawan people. So we only had German associations and we did it the German way, which in fact was quite crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's safe to say, when I did my shodan in what was called Gendai Goshin Kobo so it's basically a Inoue knockoff, a bad one, a bad one too. Uh, during the examination for Black Belt, I noticed how much crap I was actually doing. So the mechanics didn't didn't match up. The explanations were hilarious at best. And yeah, just utterly wrong. So I was completely disappointed back then. Then I decided, all right, uh, let's get back to Tamayo-sensei. At least he uses hips. And back then I couldn't tell you whether he used the hips properly or not because I, I didn't know how to judge that. Yeah, uh, some years later I I went to university and of course I went to another town. So there I I joined another club that also practiced Shotokan, which I practiced back then. And the Shotokan that I used to practice with Frank Pelny Sensei was mm, somewhat different. Well, the focus was different. So back there we did a lot of Kion and long combinations. So the main idea behind this training, which I only understood later on, was to teach children how to move properly, how to tell their arm apart from their leg. And coordination, yeah, that's a specialty. So uh, I haven't learned how learned how to fight. I only was there for nine years. And the other club I joined, well, there had a lot of comp- uh, sports competition. However, it, it was not something like hit and run or just a little bit of touching. It was no... Uh, um, it wasn't uh, full contact either but those people knew how to punch I came there, hoping to be s- at least semi-good and yeah, I, I realized I was crap at punching
0: mm.
2: so that disappointed me and the Kion didn't match up, they did everything very mm, unclean and I was taught to, do, to, to hold cleanliness above everything else
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, so my, first, uh, my world started to, to break apart for the first time among other things.
0: Did you ever, I want to interview, yeah, did you sure. ever think about stopping?
2: Yes, okay. quite often. Okay. Because it took up all... Uh, yeah, it consumed all my, uh, all my spare time. I went to the dojo almost every day. I lost a lot of friendships, or I didn't know whether you could re-evaluate them as friendships, but a lot. I lost a lot of drinking companions. Let's, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's name the child. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, what else? Yeah, back then I... When I practiced my Sato no Tekko, one of my favorite cutters still, I, I asked my sensei, do you know whether there's uh, any style that is similar to this kata? Back then we didn't have internet and there were not so many videos on YouTube and I had no idea what Shorenryu was. We had some vague ideas that they did everything in a, in a, in a simpler way, everything was, was rougher and more coarse. And luckily, one year later, Tameyo-sensei, on one of the seminars, gave an introduction to Shorenryu. And I thought, yeah, that's great. That's, that's really what I want to do. And then during the following years, I slowly transitioned from, uh, from Shotokan karate to Shorenryu, finally abandoning it completely. At the uh, at our university sports club, which I joined as well, I taught upper level Shotokan. Eventually, I reached uh, Sandan in Shotokan, although I was never convinced that what I was doing was correct. But during the last years, I noticed, all right, the people I get from, from elsewhere can't punch properly. By, now, by then, I had learned how to punch somewhat properly. The Bunkai of Shotokan Kata are nearly impossible. The, is, they have many cutters that can, uh, can be described as Frankenstein's monsters, and they are optimized for competition, not for functionality. And the more I practice that, practice uh, with the uh, dots in front of them, the more I, I, I learned that it's crap. I, I can't teach. I, I, I can't do double think. So it's not there. Okay, let's do unzu. Now we ca- um, the kata tells us to, to do a finger jab to the to the thighs. Well, please go ahead and try that. I'll just watch you and call the ambulance. So I, I, I couldn't proceed to, to to keep that double think in mind. And furthermore, since I'm a physicist, I at some point I was able to do the rather complex calculations and modelings of joints and so on and I could really tell you it's not, it's not my feeling that you do it wrong I can even prove that you do shitty stuff as my friend uh, explained to me last year there's a difference in doing things well and doing good things and there's a difference between uh, doing things um, efficiently and doing the effective thing so this also changed my uh, my perspective from karate. So then in 2015, I com- uh, I completely abandoned Shotokan. So just yeah, fuck off, go ahead. As recent me. as
0: 2015, is, is we abandoned Shotokan. Sorry? As recently as 2015, you abandoned Shotokan. Completely, yeah. Okay. I
2: slowly started to, to transition earlier.
0: OK. Uh, the punch. Yeah. Can you describe what was wrong? Previously, and I realize that we're not on video, we're on audio here, right? So, as best as you can, uh, describe what was wrong compared to what you're doing now.
2: Alright, physics is difficult. That's why you have to study it for 5 or 10 years at least. Um, Most uh, When you do Shotokan Karate, you you aim to stop your technique properly which is understood as kime. As far as I understand kime, kime means to decide and in kendo I decide whether I stop the technique or whether I strike through. Now there, there's a common misunderstanding standing in Germany at least that means kime when you tense all of your body means to uh, transfer energy momentum or whatever uh, to your opponent. Now it's safe to say this is bullshit. It's just plain, plain wrong. Um, First of all, when I was a child, I'm very gullible and naive, I have to admit. So one has to tell me whether I have to think about something. As soon as I know that I have to think about something, I'll do so, usually successfully, but until then, it's a long way. So I, my, 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 my seniors all told me, told me that. They were rather athletic, so must be right. Now, then I had one teacher who was... Mm, a wizard would be a nice word to describe what he did. Uh, esoteric. Do you have a proper word for that? He was a magician who threw around fireballs and was touching chakra and little girls, go- uh, no, not little girls, but grown girls. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was a seven-footer, so whatever crap he did, it worked. Uh-huh. Okay. Right, so... He was the first one to, to do a crappy punch, however, he was wrong. Right? But how can that be? Another friend of mine, very, very unclean techniques. When he hit them, uh, 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 a pad, he couldn't stand anymore. He threw, he threw you through the, through the dojo. Right, so they're doing things unclean. How, it can't be... All right, let's just think about it. How does it work? So then, at some point, I got a rough gist of how the hip works. And what the arm has to do then at some point three years th- three or four years ago i decided to drop the concept of Kimi altogether until i could rediscover it maybe somewhere else yeah in 2015 3 i said all right let's let's forget everything that uh, that i've learned just try to build up everything anew. you only use your mechanics that's when i really started to to build models and compute them and yeah then things started to work my friend over here, for example, uh, every now and then practices with the Kudocon guys, and what I found theoretically, they teach as the basic. So I mean, I'm I'm slightly flattered that I'm able to find out what they have found out in the past. I'm slightly frustrated because he gets everything for free, and I have to to do science.
1: <laughs>
2: but either way, uh, doing the science is fun. So uh, furthermore, this uh, during this winter, I. I first understood what I, what I had to aim for in a punch, so I, when I started to compute all those models, only um, considered my arm, but hell yeah, that was no good, I have to consider the target and the fracture mechanics behind that. And then, I think it took me about a month to figure out the proper model, computed that, gave a seminar about it at one of my, uh, the clinics I held. I don't know whether anyone understood anything, but the upshot is, If you have a target that is solid and lightweight it doesn't matter whether you use your hip. So for example if you strike the head, never mind, so it's mostly mostly about velocity. However if you aim for, for example, the stomach which is very close to your center of gravity usually, which is rather soft by several orders of magnitude and which you must penetrate deeper down in order to induce damage, you really need to use it because the main problem is if I hit something, the force that is exerted from the outside, of course, will deform uh, will deform the, the matter itself. However, the same force will also accelerate its uh, center of gravity, which in turn will lead to the target being hit, moving away, escaping your force force the uh, further, yeah, in, or, in order to um, to limit the further transfer of, of, of force onto that. Uh, for example, when, when I started karate, I was told that the transfer of momentum. They used very different words, which were far, far off from momentum and, and so on. was only an instant, not a period. So when I did the computations with uh, trying several parameters, all right, it's not an instance. So in, in the regular case, if you hit the stomach, we're talking about some several tenths of seconds, so it's quite a visible period. And then you really need to, we used to call it push, but uh, pushing implies uh, slowness. no, never mind if I hit him, he deforms, I have to, to continue to uh, transfer momentum onto him, and that for example is um, the moment when you really need hip, because otherwise you'd shove yourself back and, uh, and the force that, you, that your arm creates, it's not the hip that creates the force, it's the arm essentially, but the hip uh, keeps you from, from moving yourself away because you want to move the other, one, the other guy away and deform him and in order to understand that, it took me 20 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 20 years. Uh, so now that you've discovered this, when you start, well, you, you also teach, correct? Yes. Okay, you have your own dojo, uh, or you're, you're teaching at a university? I, te- or I, I, I teach multiple, at a club right now. At yes. a club, okay. So now you must feel obligated then if a new student walks in today. You, you must feel obligated to teach them correctly from the get-go. Yes. Do you find this difficult with people, whether they're 10 years old or uh, 20 years old? Or Luckily, years old? I
2: don't have children in my classes. Okay. So, um, my club... What's
0: your youngest that you would, you would accept in your... Well, I, I wouldn't
2: accept an age, uh, I wouldn't um, limit the age, okay. but the height. Okay at least 1 meter and 50 centimeters in order to hold the ball properly. So uh, my club is divided into four divisions. So we have a, a pure karate section, which does Shotokan. We have an Aikido section. We have a Kendo section that screams all the time. Mm-hmm. What else do I do? I don't know. And we have my Kobudo section. Within that section, I teach Ryu, And I'm only, let's say, tolerated doing that. Because shot, uh, Shotokan is very strong in Germany. Mm-hmm. Unlike, for example, the USA, where you have several major organizations, rain, there's rain. Only, only one. That controls everything. This one is mainly Shotokan based. There is some Wado Ryu, Shito Ryu, and so on, but I'm mostly tolerated. Okay. okay. However, I managed to uh, pull over some guys from Shotokan to, uh, to 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 embrace Shorin Ryu. Most people just see, oh, they're not. Uh, their stances are very high. They must be lazy. No, we're not. Correct. But we can we can punch properly. Oh, yeah. your your examination program doesn't feature 10,000 combinations rep- repeated over- You only, only two kata for a done examination? Well, I, I mustn't suck at them, so I think that's enough. Yeah, so most people view Schoenryu in Germany as somewhat inferior. Yeah, yeah. Well, i let you be the judge.
0: Understood, understood. We actually, um, uh, yeah, our Don tests as well kind of depends on what sensei wants to see at that time, but usually it's no more than three three or four kata, <laughs> because he's been watching you for years anyway, right? right? Uh, so, I want to talk about, I want to ask you about the punch mm-hmm. with your empty hand. And now translate that into weapons, is there any difference? Do you change anything with your ideas, your style, your theory, your philosophy? No. Bow, side, does uh, matter?
2: Bow is slightly different, so if we just watch the external movement, so uh, a side punch and, a, and an empty handed punch are obviously the same, except for that I slightly tilt my wrist, okay. but never mind, that's a minor point. Uh, with a bow, I use the very same principles. So we're very heavy on hip support. I know, at least now, I know what the hip does. So, for example, we used to be taught that, not by Tamayosa Sensei, but by the intermediates, they they couldn't know any better. So it's perfectly fine. Um, for example, we used to learn that the hip hip accelerates the motion. Mm, no, it it, it doesn't. It, it provides a counterforce, but it doesn't really uh, accelerate. Uh, so the principles are the same. So, watching, um, keeping, uh, considering the target, everything is similar. The external motion will be adjusted because it's a, a tsuki with a with a bow, is more or less like a kagi tsuki followed by a kisame tsuki, whereas the other tsuki is. Wait, well, but you have to
0: explain that. Oh, I don't trying. understand that terminology. Okay, and um, maybe some of the listeners don't.
2: Okay, I'll try to uh, I'll try to explain how Suki with the bow works. So uh, I think your your listeners are familiar with Shuman Hami and Gakua perhaps.
0: Some uh,
2: are, some aren't. There might be a variety, but yep. I hope so. Otherwise, dear listeners, please Wikipedia these these words. (laughs) I I can't explain them properly in English. Right, so when you grab the bow, you prepare for the first phase, which is just the preparation phase, obviously. So you turn your hip away. You you tilt it backwards. You pull the bow backwards, align it uh, with with your target already. Now then there is the second phase... For a punch, it would be the working phase here, however, or the loaded phase here, it is not the loading phase yet, it's still some part of the preparation. You thrust the bow forwards on the line parallel to its previous position and following basically its uh, projection, and you move your hip slightly inward, just to transition from your hands, uh, from your arms straightened out backwards, to move them slightly more forwards, to have both arms bent. Now, for the loaded phase itself, You also, uh, during that second phase, you turn your hip towards shomen, which is I think it's called square now, for the third phase, you turn your hip away again and thrust your arms forward, which is pretty much like a Maidetsuki or kisamitsuki however you have to st- you have to stay very, very low and you slightly shift your center of gravity forward. It's not visible, but it's there. You only shift it as much forward as, as required in order to maintain your position. Otherwise, if you didn't do that, you'd, be, you'd push yourself away upon hitting a target. Now, uh, this, this last part actually is only uh, pu- uh, punching, punching with your arms. Your hip only provi- provides the, counter, uh, the counterforce in order to not lose your position. And then there's a the fourth phase, which is just relaxation, where everything obviously relaxes. It's utterly difficult. <laughs>
0: utterly difficult. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring, if I can, Martin, can I bring you in here for a moment? Um, sitting to your left, a friend, a
2: colleague, a student, is that, is that correct? Well, he's a, he's a peer. Okay. So f- he started off as a student of mine, and now he brings me knowledge from the outside. He teaches me about uh, strength training. I teach him about bunkai okay. and the minor parts. Now, the way he just described a strike with the bow, this is this how he teaches...
0: In his, in his normal class. First of all, your background. Are you a, are you also a physicist?
1: No, I'm definitely not a physicist. Let <laughs> me ask
0: your your background. Your, your uh,
1: my background. I'm a tax advisor. Okay. So so this
0: is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely on the artist's side. Yes. Of his knowledge, but um, yeah, um, I met Hagen approximately six or seven years ago. And yeah, he introduces me in Kobudo, and did you then, have any
0: Kobudo training prior to?
1: No, okay. No, you... no, this was the first time. So um, we met us on the dojo at the university. At that time, I practiced also Shotokan Karate, and well, I saw this guy back room. Okay, spinning some time. Oh, it looked pretty nice, so. Well, after a few weeks, I'm pretty interested. Ah, okay, where I can find his dojo? Oh, there, okay, oh, come on, Yeah, so, let's go. Yeah, and it was pretty funny for me. Okay, it was quite different from Shotokan karate. so yeah, he teach me proper hip movement, yeah. showed me how, yeah, your punch sucks, uh, your uka sucks too, and okay, come on. Yeah. <laughs> we skip everything and yeah. start by <laughs> zero, so yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, his explanations was pounded. Yeah, that's the best. Do you find it, I assume,
0: when you have a student in class, you don't have to go through such an explanation that you just described? Or, or, or if you do, you at least have the weapon in your hand, and then you can demonstrate it. What yes. we, we're only getting the audio version here right now. Yeah.
2: Um, All right. Um, I'm very lucky since the town I, I live at, host a university, rather big one, which is famous for physics. Yeah. I get a lot of uh, physicists, so half, half of my students are either physicists or engineers. Okay. I even got two professors, okay. so I can explain and don't have to worry. Okay. However, I back then I considered a career in teaching also started to, to do some teacher training. And, yeah, so for example, um, when I did an examination in, what's it called, method, method Teaching how, where you learn how to teach stuff, it's <laughs> difficult to pronounce, <laughs> uh, I did a demonstration on kobudo and Karate in order to explain, for example, a talk, moment of inertia and stuff like that for, uh, to unsuspecting students. So usually I have a weapon uh, in my hand because a bow is also a pointer that can act as a vector okay. and that's just great. And yes, I do those explanations. However, we break them down, of course, uh-huh. and do it step by step usually.
0: You have videos of this?
2: uh not yet okay but we're planning on okay so um i um are we going to speak about the books i've written
0: well, we absolutely can
2: uh, crap so <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> up to you all right uh, so, so to, to, put, to, put it brief, to put it briefly to put it briefly i've written two books about shonryu karate which back then in, so german, in, in german, german and no, german and english okay uh, which back then five years ago i was completely uh, utterly proud of which by now I'm very ashamed of because I can do better and I know more. And some well, that's why you
0: have revisions or a second edition, right? Right. Yeah.
2: So we're um, we're planning on. Oh, no, we're not planning. We we're right in the middle. Actually, we're doing it completely again. So an entire makeover. Uh, aside from the sections, sections on kata and uh, and bunkai, we have included a section on physics, simple mecha- simple advanced mechanics. Even though it is an oxymoron. We have introduced a section about Kion with a slightly deeper insight into the uh, mechanics behind behind the, the techniques. He will cover strength training, Martin. Um, yeah. So what was your uh, initial question? So let's, let's follow up on these
0: books. You've mm-hmm. written two. Are they, these first two still available to purchase
2: online? Uh, you would have to contact me because I... They shouldn't be available anymore because I, I took them off. Because you want to revise them? Yes, okay. and I'm slightly ashamed of the things so I've, I've done. The past. Do we have
0: an estimated timeline when the new ones will be released?
2: Yes. The estimated timeline will be summer next year.
0: Okay. And they can follow you online to find the release dates, or do we already have titles that we can get on the lookout for?
2: Well, uh, the time will be rather long. I think it would be best to follow the... It will be sufficient to follow the Ryukyu Komodo Teshinkan website because okay. there will be an announcement. Okay, and I'll put that, that link in the show notes. Okay, very good.
0: I like books, especially ones that are translated into English. <laughs> and we're, t-
2: we're talking about six to 700 pages. Great.
0: I would, I would expect nothing less after talking to you for a half hour. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, let's, jump, let's jump ahead a little bit if we can. Sure. The first... I want to make sure I get the terminology right. First, Okinawa Karate International Tournament. I have to stop saying world, it's not mm. a world, international tournament. Um, did you have, when you first heard of this, were you dead set on coming here to, to, to compete? Did your sensei have to coax you into it? Did you have any reservations?
2: Um, my, my relationship with tournaments in general is rather uh, somewhat ambiguous. I'm not very interested in winning. I just like to keep others from winning, (laughs) so to say. And uh, my main motivation to come here at this time was just to train with Sensei. And the the tournament was an opportunity. And I know that I would have been teased by my peers, students, Senseis, if I wouldn't have competed. Okay. And if it comes to being teased, uh, I have to accept challenges. Okay. That's... Yeah, so I'm I'm not very happy that next year the next tournament will be held here, which I, um, well, I'll say, which I'm obliged to participate in, of course, and which I, by now, in order to get a hat-trick of three, which I'm obliged to win, I just wanted to take some time off, I'm every day, don't you, every day I have a girlfriend, and soon-to-be wife, one person or two, (laughs) And yeah, I just actually wanted to, to take it a notch back because it's, it's really exhausting. My training ends 10, 11-ish in the evening. I start working. Okay, by now I can start working at 10 a.m., luckily, but I usually work until 8 p.m. then. But I want just to take it a notch back, and I'm not really happy that well, it is so the soon. Rumors I've heard,
0: and I don't know how true this will be, is maybe two years for the next
2: tournament. I don't no, know n- next year there did. will be a tournament for the of, of the kobudo ah okay I mm. understand okay okay so yeah, the other one uh, I've read that in three years but mm. never yeah. mind yeah.
0: so when you heard about this tournament and and you decided to to enter did you have any uh, inkling to do anything other than sai nope. Was bow even a condition mm. uh, consideration I mean yeah. empty hand no um, so if sai was not offered you would not have entered
2: I would have entered bow then but okay.
0: I wouldn't have expected anything. Okay. <coughs> Sai, then, is your primary weapon. Okay. If the next one comes around in two years and three years, we would have to assume they're either going to open up more divisions for Kama, for Tunfa, maybe something else. Or they're only going to have two divisions again, but it's not going to be bow and Sai. Is there any other weapons you would consider? Did
2: you also yes, t- Tunfa, Kama. Yes, yes, yes. Kama. Uh, we do the whole host that I think, Okay. Um, I do have a lot of experience uh, with um, with competitions that feature other weapons. So, for example, back then in Germany, we we, we divided into one sectional weapons and two sectional weapons. So that is, one category, Bow and handball, and Nuntebow and Eku, and the other division would consist of Timber, inside Sai, Tunfa, Kama, everything was mashed together. Uh, it's difficult to judge. It's really difficult to judge. You couldn't do that. So... From what I know, some tournaments here also feature three divisions. One is Bow, one is Sai, one is everything else mixed together. Mm-hmm. How do you want to judge zatō no Tekko against, I don't know, Nunchaku Kata? It's basically impossible. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've already won with, uh, with Tekko Kata, uh, our local tournaments, but it's rather difficult. Yeah. Martin, how about you?
0: Are you interested in the next one? We
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so the funniest thing is that this, the first Okinawan international tournament was my first tournament ever. Is that right? Yeah, that was definitely my first tournament ever. Uh, so by the way, I can be a bit proud of myself. Of yeah? course, for the first tournament I earned the fifth place, kicked in Okinawan, his own country. Yeah. And so by the way, yeah, um, that's fantastic. I'm looking forward really for good. the next tournament, so the aim for this tournament was that Hagen and I met us in the final, mm-hmm. so yeah, we met us in the quarter final <laughs> and only one can win. It's a bit too early. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too early, so for the next tournament um, our aim is to meet in the final that's and fantastic. then we will see who's better or maybe I let fall my son on his feet.
2: (laughs) I expect nothing less than thunderstorms when we we meet again. No, uh, actually, I'm really proud of Martin, because uh, we don't see each other too often. He lives on the opposite end of Germany, so he used to be my direct student for three years or so, or four or five years, and one or two years ago he moved to the other side of Germany. Every month, once or twice, he uh, returns to my dojo, which is a... uh, drive off how many hours? Four hours? Yeah, around four hours. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So for Ger- in Germany that's quite a lot. So you cross almost the entire country. Yeah. Or half of the country. Wow, that's, that's, that's
0: a commitment. It
2: really And I, I know, at least I try to honor it that's, <laughs> as that's much that's as possible. Good. That's very good. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know about your, your training leading your, your regular training with SAI and then leading up to the tournament. Did you do
2: anything differently? Did you focus? Yes. Uh, okay. Let's so my regular training mostly teaches on uh, focuses on, on uh, teaching the Kion and the bunkai. I have to say, this might be slightly mean since uh, all the entire shonryu and kobudo stuff only attracts those who are fed up with Shotokan it's quite difficult to get someone who is very athletic into my dojo, because most of them will be absorbed by Shotokan and have a, a competition career.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I do have some very committed students. I do have very talented students. However, they are the minority. Most of my students are twice as old as I am. Okay. So we do it slow-paced, and if you would watch me, you wouldn't expect me to be a competitor at all.
1: Okay.
2: <clears throat> However... I'm very fortunate to be one of the few persons to offer up to four classes per week in Europe. So, at least I, from my club's president, I get full support, which at least through the years I've earned. Um, yeah, what did I, what did I do differently? Yeah, I for myself I mostly skipped the bunkai part. I did it still theoretically, and have I mainly focused on doing Kion and doing um, impact exercises a lot and strengthening.
0: Impact exercises? Yes.
2: Can you give me an example? Right, um, for example we have those rattan bows, mm-hmm. which we regularly destroy, at least I do, mm-hmm. and so I, I ask a student to hold it either very tightly or loosely and then I stand there and I hit it with jordan barai, so a, a lateral strike, some, some 100 times in order to to get the initial speed when so, I do when I do strength training strength training for example uh, for my forearms So <laughs> I attended the Hoji under session that was held by Higano Sensei and there was Ishi I think the, mm-hmm. the weighted lever yeah, Roughly four kilogram I thought they were cute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm using an eight kilogram sludge hammer
0: And obviously I, I can see what you're what you what, what you're seeing here. Can you demonstrate? Any type of uh, exercise or technique you would do with that? Just imagine you're holding a, a,
2: a, a sledgehammer just all day. So uh, the rod is one meter or slightly more, and you hold it at the at the lower edge and hold it like that ten times and scream by the power of grace Yes. <laughs> so the
0: He-Man exercise. Yes. Holding the, the and I'm a really up. huge fan of yes, he I was when I was a child. They were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: old are you? Uh, Twenty nine.
0: Twenty nine.
2: That's uh, thirty one.
0: Thirty one. I'm forty two, but that's okay. We can still enjoy the same cartoons. <laughs> uh, so you would use this sledgehammer leading up to the tournament, but is this also part of your regular curriculum that's for part, yourself? Yes, and your students.
2: For those who want to. Okay.
0: If they don't want to, you still just hey, let's let's do the Then I just on. laugh at let's them and
2: ridi- ridicule them until they until, don't they, the... until they want to. Yes, were, uh, uh, um, it's completely free for them. I mean, as I, as I said, uh, most of my students are elderly or do have some um, uh, impairments. Yeah. It's fine if you can't hold a sledgehammer. I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. If your wrist is, uh, is damaged or your elbow or whatever, never mind. Right. Right. I don't coerce anyone to do to So when you so. go
0: back home, then you're going to continue to, to do the same, except you won't be focusing on the performance aspect of a... And I'm not saying you changed your cut or anything, but I mean you'll go back mostly like you said to Kihon and Bonkai
1: right Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I have to say, during the preparation, I'm, I think during, I did it for one year or so. How many complete cutters did I do? I think one or two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I chopped them up, practiced, practiced all the segments on their own, including some transitional parts. And practice them on the makiwara bow or wherever.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: <sighs> I was very lucky to not confuse the order of techniques. I'm prone to that, I know. Um, but on the other hand, usually, since we most of us who have a Shotokan background, and ryukyu can was introduced to us via Shor- uh, Shotokan guys. Um, let's say competition performances are what we practice. Are the way we practice on a normal basis, or what we aim for as a regular basis, at least very clean cut, sharp, and so on. Um, for example, Yamani Ryu. Do have Yamani Ryu with us in Vienna, where I come from? So students of uh, Toshiro-Shiro-Sensei, say, and from a Shotokan, uh, from, from, uh, from Shotokan aesthetics. This is horrible. What they do works well but it looks horrible. So, <clears throat> when uh, when we were introduced to uh, Ryukyu Komodo Teshinkan, we were introduced to Ryukyu Komodo Teshinkan, we were introduced it through the eyes of a Shotokan practitioner. So, Tamayo-sensei is rather soft and gentle, mm, where Germans are slightly more crisp. Sensei accept that, accepts that and tells us to, co- uh, to, uh, to continue with that, as far as I understand it. But, mm, it's Definitely not one hundred percent what sensei teaches, okay. due to the transmission. But that's okay. I think what to expect.
0: Soft and gentle. Um, I'd like if you can, because I have a feeling about that being soft and gentle as well. When I see Okinawans versus, mm-hmm. versus an American, a European. And your, can you elaborate on what you? How how is he soft and gentle versus uh, your sensei? What are, what are some things that? Are different. Is it techniques with the weapon, or overall training, or how would you? How do you mean that?
2: The kime usually isn't that strong. So, um, for example, what we aim for is when, you for example, do a. Uh, it's basically this move with preparation for a strike. We will try to drawing the, drawing the weapon back. Yes, Just using bow, we we, we would do yes, okay, yes, so yes. two
0: what he's showing here is uh, drawing the, the hands back with a with a bow uh, for a strike.
2: So, for example, I've seen Akamine Sensei do the same movement. He does it in a very roundish manner, and it's totally relaxed. There can't be any snap by the end of the technique. Tamio Sensei is very similar in that regard. But we try to or what we do is that we handle that as a or consider that to be a strike. So. Whereas Tamiyo-sensei might uh, stop the acceleration and just keep the weapon uh, flying freely at about the middle of, uh, of its trajectory, we try to accelerate until the very end and thus create a sharp snapping movement which some people confuse for Kimi. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so that for example is one of the differences. I don't know whether this, uh, there's an error in transmission or yeah, just viewed through the ice with Shotokanat Tamiyo Sensei gave a a demonstration in 2017 where he showed Eku, his favorite weapon. Um, The uh, the, uh, the man uh, becomes 70 years next year. Agile as a tiger. Mm -hmm. Very strong techniques. He didn't have that uh, very clean cut kime. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: He doesn't need to. Everything. Looked relaxed and natural, so he wasn't forcing himself uh, to do unnatural movements, he was able to carry out mm-hmm. strong and relatively precise movements whilst being relaxed. I mean, I weigh around 100 kilograms. This meek gentleman, I don't know if, if, if he weighs 60 kilograms, that's quite a lot. So I punched him, well, he asked me to, and he <laughs> pushed me aside without raising a bro. That's very impressive. And this naturalness, this is what I, for example, think is very Okinawan, where he has all these clean cut military like techniques, uh, either mainland Japanese or Prussian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I suppose they even Prussian. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm glad you elaborate on that because I actually I feel the same way. Coming, you know, training in America and then and coming here and having a mixture of uh, Americans and, and Okinawans in the dojo and seeing the, how their, their bodies move. Gracefully, they are, how powerful they can be, but it, it is quite deceiving for, for myself and for many other people, I think. So, I'm glad you elaborated on that. Um, uh, what makes you gravitate to the side of, of all the weapons that you can choose from?
2: Sweaty hands. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly sweaty hands. I do like the bow a lot. However, most of our cutters and the cutters that are within the range of cutter spectrum that I have to train, I'm not allowed to show an eighth degree black belt cutter on a tournament. I could, but I would be beheaded, I think, by someone. So uh, all the cutters that we do feature this uh, sliding strike through your hand. Mm. That's the same reason I dislike tonfa. On some days it works perfectly. On other days it doesn't work at all. So, and take a look at sakugawa nukun show, die, whatever, yeah. it's mostly sliding downward yeah, spikes. Yeah. Everything else, I can... I'm, actually, I, I think I'm somewhat good with bull. But this can screw up my whole cutter, yeah. And so I don't have the problem with slide. The next problem was, in two, the 2014, when I entered the whatever started preparing for the other tournament that was held here, I got a ganglion in my left wrist and later on my right wrist. So training bull was impossible because my wrists hurt like hell. I could still punch Makiwara and, uh, and the punching bag, because since they became rather stiff, uh-huh. they became more stable, sure, sure. Um, but I couldn't use a bow. I could do left-handed techniques, so uh, during that time I improved Yonegawa, but yeah, Sai was okay. The movements were uh, didn't bother my wrist too much, so then, uh, then I chose to do Hamahigono Sai because it was awesome and my uh, previous kata to perform. And then I also chose Tawata no because the amount of... You know, uh, uh, no, let's explain it differently. So uh, when we do tournament katas, we usually have a selection of two. If you're a, a shodan, you choose Chicken Shita Haku Sai, which is basically just uh, endlessly repeated Kion over and over and over. You don't want to bore the judges. It's a cool kata if you've passed it already, but when, once you train it, it's exhausting. Then there's Chatanyara no the which has been demonstrated a lot. Chatanyara no is a very interesting cutter however, it's very heavy on the right side and since my as my left wrist got better my right wrist got worse I wasn't sure whether I could do all the flipping with both, both sides So I needed a cutter that also featured the left hand a lot, how Mahiga does it, okay. at least for all those uh, swinging strikes All right, so Chatanyara was uh, was shaved aside. Well, why not Tawata? It's just for fun's sake. I'm just going there to, to do an examination. I'm not really there to do the tournament. And, uh, apparently, Tawata got me into the tour- uh, Got me on first place. there. So I was rather s- surprised. However, the story is quite, uh, quite funny. There was another guy who, I think, got either third place or fourth place in the side division, adult male 2. Mumbukan guy. Uh, he also showed Tamata. We were the only ones to show Tamata, and oh, in the end, we, in the end, we had a draw and we had to repeat. So a uh, two round score system, yeah. And we had the exact same score. Then we did a what do you call repassage, yeah, or whatever. So yep. we, um, we we were to meet again. Exact same score. <laughs> so <clears throat> in the end, and that I thought was rather mean because that guy didn't speak English properly. He was awarded the medal for Sai Gold Male. What did I get? The medal for Psy, gold, right, so far correct. Junior high school girls. I could read that, the other guy probably not. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's funny, I mean the long hair, right. <laughs> and co- of course, there that might...
0: was what was written on the medal. Yeah,
2: they didn't have another one. Oh my god. They, they had to think fast. It's perfectly fine, I was rather amused. Hmm? And that I think, is actually
0: amusing. and That is something, yeah, to, to remember and, and, and to cherish. The, the only thing is,
2: whereas friends of mine who also won there post regularly photos of the medal on Facebook, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> at least not from both sides. Martin, what what uh, what kata did you choose
1: for this tournament? Um, I choose Chatanyaran Sai and Maegashira Sai. Okay, yeah, interesting.
0: Okay. Um, when you are back home in your in your dojo normal normal training what is your ratio of, of training empty hand versus versus weapons for you personally training?
2: My personal training uh, it's pretty much one-to-one yeah so uh, right now I have two private sessions per week So uh, the one is uh, takes place at my regular club where I just get a small uh, uh, piece of space
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they mostly do weapons. For 90 minutes or so. And the other is at the University Sports Club, and there are maths. Okay. And the dojo owner doesn't like me doing side there. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. So, But they have a punching bag and most of the time I just stand there and whack it away. The punching bag.
0: How, how many times have you been to Okinawa?
2: Uh, right now it's my fifth time. Fifth.
0: Do you try to make
2: a visit back every two years, three years, or...? Never as much since. as my salary allows.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. And Sensei, I uh, was looking at your website. Uh, it seems that uh, he travels from here uh, to Germany and other places as well quite regularly. Yes. Sir. Okay, okay. All right. If someone was to try to find you in Germany mm-hmm. and wanted to train with you, you're open to new students? Very open, yes. How can they find you?
2: Uh, I think the best way would be uh, using my e- email address. You're That's com-
0: comfortable giving it
2: out? Uh, yes, sure, I Go can.
0: right ahead. Right, shall I read it or do you want to? I can put it in the show notes, but it's this one here on your card. Yes, it's the one. Hagenwalter.phys at gmail.com. h-a-g-e-n w-a-l-t-e-r dot p-h-y-s at gmail.com. I'll put that in there. Uh, send you an email with the subject line I want to learn psi. For example. Yeah, for example. Um, what about your sensei here and I don't I'm not asking you to speak on his behalf but if someone was interested in learning the system and they did have the opportunity to train here in Okinawa uh, is your sensei do you you feel that he would be open to that he's open to that so you can is it okay to give information now uh, where how to contact him
2: or uh, I think it would be uh, acceptable to do so. yes okay however I have to add that my sensei is very shy yeah yeah okay (laughs) So, oh, you, you, you really have to speak to him and tell him he you, you won't come towards you and say, Hey man, <clears throat> what's up? Want to learn proper, uh, proper kobudo? Yeah. He won't do it like that. He will just stand there silently watching you. I think this is common and in Okinawa. I, don't, uh, I mean, I've met some sensei who were rather entertainers, yeah. which was very very refreshing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. For example, uh, your sensei, your yeah. sensei, yeah. he's a salesman, right? Uh, he.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could <can> say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his uh, main job is based around sales. He isn't necessarily a salesman, but he manages a, uh, on the military bases, they have what they call shop beds. It's a, it's a glorified 7 Eleven, if you mm. will, on all of the military bases. So he manages one of those. So yeah, he definitely has to, to make sales. Well,
2: like uh, he, he can act as an entertainer. He's great. I really liked his. Uh, thank you. I'm going to Thank you.
0: In closing, anything from other new gentlemen? before
2: we wrap it up here and I push the stop but oh yes there's one very important message that yes. I'd like to spread if your sensei speaks about chakra ki and the like go away far away okay the best book on karate that I've read was technical mechanics for dummies please read that everyone it's it's really important and eye opening is there anything else you want to say maybe message message from you
0: anything about the tournament oh about, Pro- the tournament. Kong, about the
2: tournament um some people claimed that it was slightly rigged i can't confirm that the only thing that i noticed were that quarter of all the participants in the finals were okinawans uh, granted yeah because they, they don't want to lose their face mm-hmm. um, for me that's perfectly fine in the finals at least Especially the very very last fight, last three, three fights, it could have been either of us in my opinion.
0: As a spectator I feel the same way, I really do. Yep,
1: I do. Martin? Some last words? Yeah. Yeah, train hard. And be relaxed. Think about the stuff you do. That would be the best advice I can. Give course, like Hang had said. and. That's definitely my favorite letter. If you Only if you do it several so years, that doesn't mean that you do it right yes, or that you yes, yes. do the right things. Yes. So think about it and use every um, opportunity to learn from others. Test your hypothesis. Yeah, test it and if you don't believe it, use a punching bag. Oh, try yeah. it hard, try it often, hit it, and then Very you good. will learn definitely more than from Kilometers of from yep. wise, and
2: so from on. wise men and sages with a ballet and so many stripes <laughs> on their belt
1: and a down degree, so, uh, super soak supreme master. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah, prize, yeah, yeah. the prize and with golden <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. belts. That. Yeah, very true.
0: Okay, well I appreciate it very, very much, both of you gentlemen. Thank you very much meeting. too. Hopefully it wasn't too noisy here in the lobby of the hotel, but I think we're gonna do all right. And uh, enjoy the rest of your stay here in Okinawa. Safe travels home, much. and Thank you. we'll be watching your information online. We'll be looking for those books in the future and for you to come back to Okinawa. Thank you. Mixed
1: here next year, around the same time, mm-hmm. you can meet us here. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Hagen and Martin. I certainly did. Um, as they said, test your hypothesis. Put your kata to the test. Put your technique to the test. They didn't say go out in the street and start, you know, getting in fights with people. But as Martin said, go go hit a heavy bag. Start training properly and, and dissect your your kata and your bunkai. And one thing that I forgot to ask him when I was recording is what side do they use? I wanted to know which manufacturer they use. Uh, and actually, both of them use Shurado Sai. I didn't know if they were using another brand, considering they're from Europe. They did. They did say that they use uh, Dream Metal for some of their training, and they're they're a nice quality sai. Uh, but they said for this particular competition, they both used Shiredo. Um So if anybody was wondering, like I was, I just forgot to ask that question while I was recording. Once again, if you're interested in their style of kobudo, their sensei here in Okinawa is Tamiyoshi. Hidemi. That's H I D E M I. First name H I D E M I. Last name Tamayose. T A M A Y O S E. He is a 10th Don in Ryuku Kobudo and Shoden Ryu, Kobayashi Ryu. So there's going to be some websites in the show notes. I'll post them on Instagram, Facebook, etc., Twitter if you're following there. Um, But Last thing I'm going to say is keep an eye out for those books. I think they're going to be worth a lot of information. Uh, They're going to be full of science. Uh, If you're a bit of a geek and you want to dissect that, keep an eye out, as he said, on their website for the release of his books in the future. As always, thank you for listening to the Okinawa Karate Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes.